Discover the leader in you with the leadership linebacker, Dr. Jason Carthen, former New England Patriot turned PhD. I bring a new brand of inspiration and passion to audiences worldwide. Having served and consulted with Fortune 500 companies, the National Football League Players Association, and the White House, each week I will prescribe empowering, motivational, and life-changing medicine for your soul. Now, it's time to discover the leader in you. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. I am excited to be with you today, as always. You know, it's one of those things, whenever I have a chance to give back and be intentional with helping people grow and develop, that's part of my purpose and my passion. So I just want to thank you for uh, really tuning in today and being connected with us. And I really think you're going to enjoy today's show. We're going to be talking about when leading well comes at a very high price. We're going to be talking about military wives and just the impact. And it's not just military wives, it's military spouses in general. You know, there are many facets of leadership. Some are servant leaders, you know, some are transformational leaders, while some are more transactional and dictatorial in how they guide others. In the military, in order to lead well, you must be intentional with your leadership and a soldier must be open to following orders for mission success. However, it's not just the soldiers that play a part in leading well. There are others who play an important role while a soldier is deployed or carrying out a mission. And the military spouses play a key role of leading well on the home front and supporting their spouse through intentional leadership and support. And on today's show, we have a very special guest, Dr. Dorothy Bonvillain, who will be able to give us a closer look into the intricacies of how a spouse can lead well and thrive in a military environment, even when success comes at a high price. I am confident you will enjoy her wisdom and insight. But before we get to Dr. Bonvillain, just want to remind you at jasoncarthen.com, we have some great resources for you. And we also have some free gifts. If you just navigate over there, there's a little form on the right side of the page. If you log in there, you're going to get some free success videos, a Monday morning leadership minute. It's just a great opportunity we, just to be connected. And also, we get great feedback from that. Also want to remind everybody, if you want to call in, make sure you do that. You can call in at 1-888-281-1110. Or you can also tweet your questions to us. We'd love to be able to interact with you at Jason Carthen. If you tweet there, that would be a good thing. We'd love to hear from you. And uh, just stay connected with us. We are moving forward, and we always commit to having just some great guests on the show to interact with you. Now, without further ado, I want to introduce you to Dr. Dorothy Bonvillain. She is the founder and CEO of Dr. Dorothy Guy Bonvillain, LLC. Dr. Villain is a coach, speaker, and trainer in the area of personal and professional growth. Her mission is to add value to others and help each individual find their purpose in order to reach maximum potential. She formed Dr. Dorothy Guy Bonvillain LLC to provide coaching, unique content, and interactive training for individuals and organizations looking to grow and develop. Dorothy has a passion to serve the military community as a voice of wisdom for military wives. She is drawn from over 45 years of experience as a military spouse to guide women and families on how to intentionally move from surviving to thriving in the midst of a constantly changing environment. Dorothy earned a PhD in education administration and international education from American University. 
in Washington, D.C. Dorothy, welcome to the show. How are you today? I am fabulous. How are you, Dr. Jason? Oh, I'm doing well. I have no complaints. You know, the Cavs are in the finals. <laughs> They're getting ready to play tonight. So we're excited about that. Go Cavs. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Well, Dorothy, you know, I think this is this is providential. You know, when I read a little bit about your background and I received your note, you know, I got excited. I said, what is God doing? <laughs> because this is timely. And I just want to say thank you for being on the show. You know, one of my favorite sayings is there are no coincidences. It's God's way of remaining anonymous. Yep. Amen. I feel exactly that way about being here today, because as I looked into your background, you know, we are so aligned in serving others and servant leadership and really values-based leadership um, and transforming lives. And, and so I'm just thrilled to be with you. Um, I'm, I'm anxious to share some of what I'm, I'm hoping and trying to do in serving military wives and families and in serving them serving the larger military as well around the globe. And uh, thanks for having me. Excellent. Excellent. Well, hey, my privilege. I think that our audience is really going to glean some wisdom today. And, you know, I just really want to begin by just hearing, you know, what, how did you go through the process of discovering your purpose? And just share with us, you know, what is your story? Give us a little bit of insight. I will do that. Um, I started out just as a small-town Texas girl, Jason, and uh, with very, very deep Texas roots, um, with lifelong friends and very close to my birth family. My husband, um, from the time we, we met in high school, he knew he wanted to be an Army Ranger. And many things happened along the way that could have stopped him from doing that, but he knew early on that was his passion. I knew I wanted to be a teacher, and I knew I wanted to be a wife and mother, and so I, I couldn't really see initially how those things could mesh. You know, I didn't want to drag children all over the world and just be places temporarily and not have those deep, long-lasting connections and friendships that I'd grown up with and valued so much. Mm -hmm. So I almost didn't marry him for that reason, but... Obviously, he convinced me. I've been a military spouse for 45 <laughs> years now. And um, it has been, it's been an amazing journey. And, you know, I know that you, you talk about how important telling your story is and sharing your story, that it really is your strength. Mm -hmm. And I'm in the process right now of really pulling out all of the pieces of this story that can bring great value to others as they hear it and can see themselves through my experiences and my growth and the transitions that I've gone through along the way. Um, so I'm, I'm in the process now of writing my story. Excellent. But the first real turning point, I think, for me is um, when we were sent to Saudi Arabia. So it was about halfway through our career, um, his military career, full-time military active duty career. Mm -hmm. And... Um, you know, that that's when I realized I was sharing that part of my story with someone the other day. And I was talking about stepping out of the plane in Saudi Arabia and going down the steps. The plane stopped short of the terminal, and we had to uh, deplane onto the tarmac. And I'm developing 
that piece of the story with some of the things that I noticed, the differences, the sounds, smells, things that I noticed as I went down the stairs. But more more importantly, the fear. Mm. The based fear that I had about going into that region of the world. Um, it was 1980. Uh, Americans had just been held hostage in the embassy in Iran. Um, and they'd been held for over a year, so the news media was very frightening. And I knew, you know, at that time, we knew so little about that part of the world. And so I had two young sons with me, and as we stepped out of that plane, the fear that gripped my heart was palpable. We left behind my parents and close friends, but my parents in particular, in tears, Mm -hmm. literally in tears, begging me. And not just asking, they were begging me not to go and not to take those their two young grandsons into that part of the world. Mm-hmm. They were so fearful. And, you know, all the time we were flying over there before this plane landed, you know, I kept playing that scene through my mind and how difficult it was. You know, what was I doing the right thing? Um, should I have stayed back? Um, were, were my sons going to be safe? Were we going to be secure? Mm-hmm. And um, as I was, and the way I describe it is, you know how your mind can kind of play tricks on you when you're in a very fearful place. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And it was like there was a wall of fire at the base of those stairs. And I realized, this was a pivotal point for me, I realized that the person I was sharing this with the other day said, why did you go through the wall of fire? What made you go through it? And I told her, I said, you know, I knew when I agreed to marry my career military husband that one day I was going to have to leave friends and family and go far away and, and, and you know, be disconnected. But I never knew until that moment in time that being a military spouse required the same level of commitment from me that it did for him to go into war zones. Yes. And he has served in five war zones. Now, and let me let me cut in, and beautiful imagery, just being able to share, uh, just with our listening audience, when you talk about a wall of fire, we mm-hmm. have to get in touch with the idea of, we all may have that wall of fire, and we have to figure out, how do we go through it? How do we deal with it? How do we just summon the courage <laughs> to be able to move through it? But one yeah. one thing that you just shared there, you know, the same sacrifices, the same level of commitment. Mm. Dr. Dorothy, you were going to have to really call upon some reserves to make that happen. And how, how did you do that? Because many of us can't tap into that. So how did you do that? <laughs> you know, I'm not sure right at that point, because that was my first that was my first real tipping point, you know, Gladwell's tipping point. Mm-hmm. That was my first tipping point at realizing just how massive a commitment it takes, no matter what your wall of fire is, because like you said, we all have them. Mm-hmm. You know, at different times in our life, at different places in our life, we have these walls of fire that we have to make that very difficult decision, am I going through? But let me share with you the most pivotal point where we're really drawing from the resources. And, and I realize now, you know, looking back, and this is one reason I'm 
on the mission that I am to serve military wives and families mm-hmm. because I've gotten so much rich insight from these various experiences. But the, the, the real understanding where that, that resource from deep inside came from came just a few years later when we had gone back to Washington, D.C., and I had um, I'd worked actually for the Royal Embassy of Saudi Arabia in Washington at that time, and I was doing some educational work for them. And then we went over back to the region again, and this time we were down in the Sultanate of Oman, down beneath Saudi mm-hmm. and Yemen. Um, and so I, we were there, and we'd been there for, um, it was a two-year posting, and we'd been there we're about halfway through our tour, and um, we went to their National Day celebration, and on that day, I had this revelation. I had an insight. It was it was it was like a vision. Mm-hmm. It came to me, and the Sultan was speaking to his people about how the oil wealth and the changes, the phenomenal changes on a daily basis, were. He didn't want them to lose sight of who they are and the deep roots, you know, that made them um, Omani. And I had the vision of a project that I could do that could help them with that. Mm. And to make a long story short, because this will will all be part of the story I'm developing, but I call it my Jeremiah story. And I realize now, looking back, that this is is that deep well of, of reserve, of resource, of belief, of faith that I've drawn from all along, but I, I could not pinpoint it until this, this particular point. But I had gone back, I, I wrote my proposal, um, everyone said this can never happen, this will never be done because you're a Western female, mm-hmm. you know, they're, you're, they're not going to let you do this. And to make a long story short, I did have a contract to go back and do field work there in Oman. Wow. I had a mentor, and he was Harvard um, PhD. He was Egyptian-born, so you know he, Arabic was his mother language, and he. I, I was depending on him for language translation for field work because I'd never done field work before. I was the only female American female, the only American on this team, and um, and I had to lead it. Well, this mentor had a heart attack just right after I got over there and passed away. Oh my. my family had gone back to Washington. Dr. Dorothy, and- let me do this. We have to take a quick commercial break, but we're going to pick up your story when we come back from the break because I want the uh, audience to hear that. And it sounds right. like this is going to take a real twist and turn here <laughs> immediately. I'm so, curious. you know, stay connected with us. Hey, everybody, we are talking to our great guest, Dr. Dorothy Bonvillain. She is sharing about just the impact of leading well when it comes at a high price, especially for military wives. Stay tuned, everybody. We'll be right back. All right. Welcome back, everybody. This is your host, Dr. Jason Carthen, and you are listening to Discover the Leader in You. And we actually have Dr. Dorothy Bonvillain, who is sharing some keen insights. And before we went to break, she was sharing with us her Jeremiah story and just, you know, a vision had been placed upon her heart of how she could help the Sultan where she was. And something happened. And we're going to pick it up from there. Dr. Dorothy, 
What happened? <laughs> well, uh, I got I got a phone call that um, Dr. Schauke, who was to be my mentor, and uh, and we were working at 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 the level of the Minister of Education. Mm. So it, you know, it was very visible. I was the only American there. I really felt like I represented our nation yes. to that that nation. Um, and so I got a phone call that Dr. Schauke had had a heart attack and passed away. Mm. And the next morning, we, he and I were to go meet with the Minister of Education on the project. Uh, I woke up in the middle of the night in a fetal position, mm-hmm. and I literally could not move. I was frozen in place. And I, I didn't know what I was going to do, because I, I could speak very basic uh, Arabic, but it was very limited. Uh, we had some serious research that we needed to do and some curriculum to put together for their schools. Um, it was it was it was just overwhelming. Yes. And while I was in the fetal position, God, I heard God's audible voice. And some people would think that's really weird and strange. <clears throat> the other times He has spoken to me, it's been quietly and softly inside my heart. Mm-hmm. But this time, in that foreign country in the Middle East, alone, he spoke to me and said, get up and open your Bible. Mm. I was like, you know, I was just frozen and started crying, Mm -hmm. couldn't move. I heard it again, get up and open your Bible. Jason, I finally managed to get out of bed. I went and picked up my Bible. I said a prayer, please speak to me. I I, you know, I, I don't know what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. And it opened randomly. I opened it randomly. And it opened to Jeremiah, the first chapter. And my eyes went to verse 4. Mm-hmm. The word of the Lord came to me saying, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I sanctified you and ordained you a prophet to the nations. And here I was, you know, in That's Oman. Right. That's right. Jeremiah answered him, and he said, Oh, Lord God, behold, I can't speak. I'm a youth. Jason, that's exactly how I was feeling. That I, How was I going to speak to them? I didn't even speak their language. Oh, Dorothy, let me cut in, because I, I need to react to this, and, and I want to hear the rest of it. But the reality yeah. is, what our listeners need to take away from this, Dorothy, you engaged in obedience. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. at that point, you know, we were talking talking about the wall of fire and how some people can go forward and how some will stand still. But yeah. it takes obedience to take a step and see yeah. and do what God would have you to do. And I just yeah. commend you for that. I don't know what happened after that, but God <laughs> is faithful. He is faithful and he'll show up every time. So go ahead. What what happened after that? <laughs> oh, dear. Well, and it goes on, and it was so clear to me. It was so crystal clear to me that he knew where I was and exactly what I needed at that moment in time. Mm-hmm. And he, he tells, he told Jeremiah there when Jeremiah said, I can't do this. I, I don't have the words. I can't speak. And he tells him, don't be afraid. I am with you, that he said. Yes. Behold, I will put my words in your mouth. Mm-hmm. And I set you this day over nations and kingdoms to root out, to destroy, to, to throw down, to build, mm-hmm. and to plant. Oh, my God. Wow. It was like the earth shifted mm-hmm. for me. And I got up from that place. I took my shower. I washed the tears from my face. Mm. 
I went into the minister the next morning, and to make a long story short, we made that project with great obstacles a success. Excellent. But the important thing is what I learned from it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What was I, the key? What was the key takeaway that you learned from that, Dorothy? Is that he's he know, he knows us just like it tells us he knows us down to the number of hairs on our head. Yes. I yes. don't question that for one moment. And the other piece I've taken away is that this mission is so overwhelming, just like when I was in the fetal position. What I'm trying to do now at my age uh, is so overwhelming to me. And I keep thinking, and I get tired and I get weary because I've been working, 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 trying to figure out, okay, what next, what next, how am I going to do what I have to do? Mm -hmm. God has never let me alone. This is the other real learning piece of this, is that he's never—I've sort of hidden out with this, okay, mm-hmm. for 25 years. Oh, it's with time. This revelation <laughs> to me. Oh, wow. Oh, <laughs> wow. My aid, I've hidden out because I was fearful like Jeremiah. Jeremiah had to go tell people things they didn't want to hear. Right. I have things that I must share with families. Before I, I'm gone from this, this earth, this life, mm-hmm. that I must share, and I, he's never let me alone that I must share it. And so, it brings me to this. I was sitting at my computer about a year and a half ago. No, actually, it was three years ago when I first, when this happened. Mm-hmm. I started on my own journey here with, with reaching out to military families after I'd gone through a whole year of coaching that brought me to where I am today. But it started with, I was at my computer, the John Maxwell team opportunity popped up on my computer. And being a leadership expert, I know you're familiar with John Maxwell's work in leadership. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But John Maxwell's team popped up on my computer, and God spoke to my heart that time very quietly. This is the time. These are your people. And it was wow. like, wow, this 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 is the path. I can't hide out anymore. This is the time. And well, these are my people. And Dorothy, I have to cut in because, you know, here's the reality. There's no way you're going to hide now. <laughs> I mean, you're going out to close to 185,000 people and, <laughs> and worldwide. And I have to ask you, I mean, you have... You have a tagline that says, a voice of wisdom for military wives and those who love them. And then your book, Loving Your Life, Seven Steps for Military Wives. You know, at this point, there's no hiding. So let me just kind of put you on front street and ask you, what do you see as the biggest challenge right now for military wives and and families today? And I I have a follow-up question after that, but what do you see as the biggest challenge? All right. Uh, uh, what I see most for military families, but it really, but military families, it's exaggerated, but it's really for any family. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, you know, when you study human, human psychology, human needs, like Maslow's hierarchy of needs and yes. that sort of thing, mm-hmm. you know, we all need certainty and security, but we're living in a world that's uncertain and right. not very secure. We all have a need for connection and significance. And yet, 
for particularly for military families, you know, there's this there's this constant, you know, regular transition that you have to do. There's this disconnection that you have to make because you go somewhere, you're there for two or three years, and then you're uprooted and you, you're put wherever the military needs you. Right. And you have to find a way to reconnect. And about the time you're there, you're feeling like, well, maybe I do, you know, I can, I can contribute something here. You're up and, and you're off again. So, so I called it being in survival mode mm. for our military career because I didn't have the tools, I didn't have the framework to understand what I was going through. So, so what I see right now is, is that those are our key needs. They're the basic needs. They're at the bottom of Maslow's hierarchy. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, so, so that we, they have to be fulfilled before we can even go up higher and start finding self-actualization. Right. And, and really feeling like, you know, we're, we are significant. We have made a difference. So those are missing they're missing not only in military, you know, it's a, it is a, one of the things that I'm teaching families and, and military wives is that that's just a given. You know, you don't have the certainty. You never know if he goes on a deployment and it just like, you know, families for, for policemen, for firemen, you know, for many, many different um, areas of work, people have this uncertainty, this insecurity around what's going to happen next. We have it globally today. That's right. But we have the deep need for connection. And in a military family in particular, you know, you're constantly being disconnected, Mm. disconnected. And I think in some ways, too, Dorothy, and we're going to take a break here in a second. In some ways, you know, it's, it's interesting because you have individuals that would actually reward that disconnected <laughs> behavior. They would say, hey, we want a great soldier, whether male or female. We want you to be disconnected. And I'm not speaking out of turn. My, my bride was in the military. And just some of the conversations we have about that, it's almost oh, like yeah. you're rewarded for being that solitary lone figure to do what you need to do. But one of the things yeah. that I want to ask about, you know, we're going to take a quick break. But when we come back, I want to I want to hear specifically how your work is going to impact this problem, because we all need that security. We all need that significance, whether you're in corporate or you're, you're in the military. So I'm just thankful that you're coming up with solutions and thought maps to figure this thing out. OK. Yes, sir. All right. Stay connected. Hey, everybody, you are listening to Discover the Leader in You. And we just want to say thank you for staying connected with us. We'll be right back after this break. All right. Welcome back, everybody. This is Dr. Jason Carthen, and you are listening to Discover the Leader in You. We've been talking to Dr. Dorothy Bonvillain today just about the idea of having an impact in your life, but then also leading well. You know, it actually comes at a high price, especially for military wives. And before we went to break, Dr. Dorothy was sharing with us that basically when you start thinking about having a path and a journey that you're walking on all of us want security and we all want significance you know and one of the chief problems that being in the military can really bring to the table is being in survival mode all the time so dr dorothy we're going to pick this back up and we really want to understand how is your work going to impact this problem well i have kind of three parts to it jason um 
The first one is, you know, I just finished my book, Loving Your Life, Seven Steps for Military Wives. Mm-hmm. And it's really, um, it's, it's around the wheel of life and looking at the major components that make up all of our lives, not just military families, um, and, and looking at how can we find balance, how can we find purpose mm-hmm. in what we're doing on an everyday basis, because today matters. Yes. You know, what we do every day, our daily agenda is what leads us to discovering and realizing and reaching our potential and discovering our greatness. That's right. And so I have the book, um, and it looks at personal goals and relationships and our physical environment, which for military families is constantly changing. Uh, it looks at finances, health and fitness, fun and recreation, the importance of having fun and, and finding joy in what you do on a daily basis. And then, and then purpose and vision, and being really intentional, you know, learning the power of intention, being really intentional about discovering your purpose, and then uh, realizing, you know, I, I did a visioning process. My coach put me through a visioning process, which subconsciously, I, I, down under in my subconscious was that I could best serve military wives and families and veterans. But on the conscious level, when I first decided I was going to step out and quit hiding out, Mm -hmm. like I've been doing for 25 years, and and move forward and do what God wanted me to do and live into that purpose, uh, I didn't realize who I could best serve. But through the visioning process, and I'm talking about writing a vision on a daily basis, write it fresh every day, and I had to write according to, if I could design any sort of life that I wanted, what would it look like mm-hmm. with great detail? And and then I had to record that into my iPhone, and then I had to play that vision back to myself so that my subconscious heard my own voice describing this, this vision and purpose, you know, right before I went to sleep. Mm. And there, the subconscious picked it up and began to work on it. And this is where I came up with I needed to write for military wives and families, so I have my my book for 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 uh, them. But I also have developed a children's leadership program. Mm-hmm. Now this is you know this would serve military families uh, beautifully, but it would serve any family beautifully because it is teaching leadership principles to children at an early age, and it's called Wally Goes to School. All right, found- <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Yeah, it's based on my a dog. I call him my forever dog. And he was a basset beagle. We called him our bagel. And he just, it, he tells, it, the story is told through him going to school. And his experiences as he encounters different um, characters in the book. But he learns about leadership. He learns about per, the importance of personal growth. He learns about being intentional and starting to develop a personal growth plan early on. And, and, you know, and it's so important. The other really important piece of this is that it requires having a mentor mm-hmm. and that mentor can be, it's on grandpanion.com because that's a website that connects grandparents to grandchildren, no matter where they are in the world or any person of influence in that child's life, whether it be a teacher, a parent, a grandparent, a great friend, but someone with influence you know, with great character, who can mentor them. They learn the power of mentorship and intention, and they learn leadership principles 
in that program. So it's a, it's a coaching program connected to the book. It's going to be a series. I only have one so far, but this one's on leadership. The next one's going to be on developing character. And then the third one's going to be I'm okay, you're okay, and really learning to be inclusive and love people and not exclude people. Well, so, Dorothy, you know what? You and I, we have so much synergy here. Okay, <laughs> yeah, this is great. I mean, a lot of uh, the books that I have uh, written or worked on or publications are directly in line with the things that you're talking about. And and I just want to I want to recap and just make sure our studio audience uh, knows exactly, you know, some of the things you're talking about because we all could benefit from yes. these things. And at the at the end, I also want you to share just how people can get in contact with you and how they can get your book and all of that. But if I hear you correctly, you're yeah. saying that, you know what, you have put together uh, really an adult and a youth version that deals yeah. with some of the things that you pointed out were personal goals, um, your physical environment, uh, your finances, uh, your relationships. Have, yep, relationships, understanding purpose and vision. But then you yeah. have you have this great opportunity that you've distilled down to a youth version with while yeah. he goes to school. So you are really <laughs> you're dealing with all spectrums here. This is this is great. You know, Dr. Dorothy, <laughs> I, I just love this. If people want to, one, get your book, how would they do that? And then I'm going to ask you about social media, too, if they want to get in contact with you. You bet. You bet. Um, my book is available on Amazon. Okay. I just finished uh, the printed version. It's available on Kindle, and there's a print version on, as well. So you go to Amazon.com and just put in Loving Your Life, Seven Steps for Military Wives, and that'll come up. Uh, for Wally, they need to go to grandpanion.com. And this um, this particular book targets ages 7 to 11, so they would click on that link and they would be able to get the – it's the coaching program. So it, it requires – it's not just the book. It requires that they have an adult working with them. And then I do coaching, and I coach the children as well as the mentors. So it's, it's a very powerful program for, for anyone. To Excellent. benefit, Dorothy, if they um, wanted to, if they wanted to, maybe bring you on as their coach. I mean, do you have a website, social media, something along those lines? I do. They can go to um, dorothybonvillain.com. dot com, and then I have another. It's dorothybonvillain.com dot com slash military dash wives. Perfect. Excellent. I also have a John Maxwell team website, and it is. Uh, johnmaxwellgroup.com slash Dorothy Bonvillain. And I'm available for coaching. I'm available for speaking. Let me me mention this before you leave me. uh, I will be speaking in Iowa the August 30th, and it's for Military Family Appreciation Day. And I'm so excited about it. I'm going to be headlining with Nathan Osman, from the Osmond family, who sings Stars and Stripes. Oh, and nice. if you've not heard that, definitely go listen to it. It's wonderful. But what we're doing is we're putting together a family of military, it's called FOMA, uh, family, Families of Military Appreciation Operations. We're putting together a 501c3 that will um, begin to bring all sorts of resources and people together to help us better serve military families. Mm. 
And we're going to use what we do in Iowa, August 30th, as a model that can be applied to any city around this country or the world, for that matter, in serving families. Excellent. Excellent. Well, hey, everybody, you are listening to Discover the Leader in You. And just a quick little um, tag there. You know, really, if you have the opportunity and you're ready, and one thing I will say, if you're ready to engage in a coaching relationship, reach out to Dr. Dorothy. It sounds like she has a roadmap for your success. And I absolutely love the visioning process. That's something that I utilize as well uh, with my firm. And without that, you really don't know where you're going to go. But we'd love for you to reach out to her, get connected with her, purchase her book, you know, and look her up online. Uh, I've had a chance to look at some of her material and she's She's doing some great stuff. <laughs> She's doing some cutting have, edge stuff. Have, so you can find me on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and you know I've LinkedIn. I've got it all. I'm learning. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, dying, and, I'm really on a learning curve. <laughs> well, and let me ask you something because and we we're gonna take a break here in two minutes here. Uh, but you know we joke about that, but. What compels you to do the work you've chosen to do now? And you you opened the door for this. You said it. But particularly at the age you are, when your friends and your colleagues, they're, they're retiring, but you are jumping yeah. into the fray. And it is amazing what's going on out there. So just briefly share a little bit, and then we're going to come back from break. All right. All right. Um, I am just, I'm compelled my husband just retired about a year ago, and he keeps saying, oh, I just wish I want time with you, you know, because he spent so much time overseas and deployed and TDYs, you mm-hmm. know, throughout our marriage. Mm-hmm. And he keeps saying, I just want more time with you. And I keep telling him, honey, you're just going to have to join me in this effort because <laughs> I can't I can't not do it now. It is just like my, you know, Jeremiah's story. I'm passionate and I'm compelled. It is a driving force that it's not about me. Oh, my goodness. It's about, <laughs> it's about making a difference in the lives of others every single day. Yes. You know what? Uh, I'm going to comment on that when we come back from break. Hey, everybody. We are talking to Dr. Dorothy Bonvillain, and we've been talking about when leading well comes at a high price, you know, and we've been dealing with military families, wives, and spouses in general. Stay tuned. We'll be right back from break and we'll pick up the conversation then. Be sure to join us July 24th for this year's Celebrity Golf Classic sponsored by the Leaders of Tomorrow Initiative at Glen Eagles Golf Course in Twinsburg. For more information, join us on the web at www.thelotinitiative.org or call us at 330-425-0962. We need your help. And now back to Dr. Jason Carson and Discover the Leader in You. All right. Welcome back, everybody. You know what? Today's show is going by so quickly. (laughs) And, Doctor, I have to share with you that, you know, many of the uh, nuggets of wisdom that you're sharing, I mean, people can use immediately. And, you know, one thing that I just, yeah, I want to commend you on, uh, and I tell people all the time, is that, you know what, you have to add value to people's lives. And what you're doing is adding value, you know? So, you know, I just want to commend you for that. Um, 
Absolutely. You're welcome. Uh, you know, before we went to break, you know, it, it's so funny. Your husband is saying that I want more time with you. And I can certainly see why. I mean, he's been working hard. You've been working hard. And you told him, hey, yeah. you're going to have to come along with me. <laughs> just <laughs> just do this thing together. <laughs> how is That's he right, reacting to that? Yeah. How's he? Me. Go ahead. I'm sorry. How's he <laughs> reacting to that? Uh. Not well at first. <laughs> okay, okay. And that's thank you for sharing that because many, many couples, I mean, that's a source of some of the things that we're talking about with military spouses and how we navigate, you know, some of these things and the change that's taking place. So, absolutely. And yeah. it sort of, re- you know, the tables have reversed. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but, you know, he, he, he's coming along and Good. I'm praying, you know, I, I'm just praying him to me and I'm praying him to this work because he has a lot of insight and experience that could, you know, I, I'm looking at, um, expanding this. Uh, initially, I didn't think of expanding loving your life, seven steps for military wives, but now I have a vision for loving your life, seven steps for military children, yes. for military families. For families in general, you yes. know, I mean, I can see that becoming, uh, you know, kind of going out in concentric circles. And he has just great, great experiences that he can bring and couple with me, and we can make even more of a difference in people's lives. So I just believe, I know that I am aligned with God's purpose for my life and that I'm doing his work. And so, therefore, I believe that. Um, He's, you know, it's just going to slowly take root in his heart, and he will join me in in this effort. He's supportive now because, sure. you know, we've we've gone through a lot of things in forty five years as a military family. Absolutely. Um, one one of the things that that I, you know, that I, I keep talking to him about is that that he wouldn't like me if I didn't do it because I wouldn't like myself. Mm. Now, you know, see, that's powerful like right I there. Have. It is. It is. Because when you discover your purpose, and Jason, I know you know that you're living your purpose. Yes. Once you discover your purpose, and you, you have just a glimpse of greatness, I'll never forget the first time I heard Les Brown say, you have greatness in you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. It stopped me dead in my tracks. I had never had anyone. And I'm telling you, I mean, I was a full adult, well, into adulthood, and I heard that statement. And it stopped me in my tracks, and I asked myself, could I have greatness in me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dorothy, could, that... Could I have greatness in me? Yeah. Jason, we all do. And when we, when, we, when we go and we seek and we find our purpose, we are, it, we're passionate about it. It's, once, you, once you have identified that purpose and you step into that, it's, it's almost effortless, and I don't mean effortless in that you don't have to work hard, because I work hard. Yes, we all do. Yes, we do. <laughs> Absolutely. And I just tell people, you know, yes, it's hard, but do it hard. That's right. That's right. Do it hard. And, and Nothing worthwhile is easy. That's right. And, Dorothy, you know, I have to share now. You talk about the idea of greatness being on the inside, and that's something that I share with people. But I think mm. people get hung up because they don't know how to unpack that and really sort of ignite it in their lives. It's like, okay, well, uh, what about these intuitive tapes that tell me that I'm a loser? I haven't done anything in my life. How am I going to figure out next steps? How do I move forward? 
Those are the people yeah. that it's hard to yeah. tell them greatness is on the inside without giving them a roadmap or coming alongside them with that relationship piece or that coaching piece that you've talked about. And and it sounds like, you know, you're being intentional with that because you're giving people the roadmap. You're giving people the next steps to combat some of those ideas of what I like to call negative thinking or stinking thinking that comes up each time. So, yes. yeah, I yes. mean, go ahead. Go ahead and share. I'm sorry. I call them our gremlins. I call them our gremlins. And, yes. and they're always there. They're always there. And anytime, you know, and really your gremlin is your ego. Mm-hmm. And that your ego is there. He's not really an enemy, but he's there because he wants to keep you where you are because it's very uncomfortable to move out of that comfort zone. Yes. And so he's there saying, you can't do that. Who do you think you are? Mm-hmm. You know, what makes you think this? You know, and it just, they're always there. And we all have them. Some people have them louder than others, depending on, you know, I was very blessed. God blessed me with that, that very close, what I call a warm, fuzzy cocoon to grow up in. Mm didn't have that, and that makes it even harder to make those gremlins, make those voices, make those negative thinking thinking go away. But you know, James Allen wrote a fabulous book, As a Man Thinketh. Yes, I'm familiar with that. Mm-hmm. Ah, that's a wonderful book. And so, you know, I've drawn from resources like that that are classic, and and I and I teach people this visioning process that I was talking about along with the coaching that I went through, that's such a powerful way to break through those barriers that that those negative voices that are there saying you can't do this because you're drawing a picture. Basically when you're writing that vision with no holes barred, you know, when we're kids, I used to lay out in the front yard when I was a little kid and I would, I would look up at the clouds and I would watch the clouds pass by and I would imagine I had a vivid imagination. <laughs> and I would imagine that I would catch one of those clouds and it would take me to all these exotic places around the world and I would yep. meet these people. But then this little voice would say, you you know, you, you're just a small town kid from Texas. You're never going to, you can't do that. Yeah. But I've done it. That's right. That's right. And you're living it right now. And the power in that is that you are unleashing the opportunity for other people as well, Dorothy. And, you know, the more you can duplicate yourself, the better we will be. And, you know, the reality is not just, you know, we don't have much time left, but, you know, our reality is that, you know, the more we can speak into the lives and break some of these chains, and I call them bondage. Yeah. You know, this is mental oh, yes, bondage in people's lives where they just they refuse to think about things that will allow them to do better, be better, impact more, live a better life. And what you talk about uh, also in some of your work, thrive. It's like people, yes. they don't know how to thrive because th- this thinking keeps them in a box. And we yes. need more people like you. We need more people like Les Brown. I'm willing to do <laughs> my part as well to help, you know, <laughs> people <laughs> to do some of these things. I talk about it, drawing a picture in your mind. When you, when you begin to write, if you think about when you were a kid, mm-hmm. what made your heart sing? Right. You know, what, we all have dreams. We all had dreams as a child. And along the way, it kind of gets beaten out of us, you know, yes. along the way. Yep. And, and, and so this is like drawing a picture with your mind. And your mind becomes a canvas, you know, mm-hmm. like, like James Allen, as a man thinketh. Your mind is your canvas. So think of it as a canvas. Your willpower and your discipline to break out of those bondage, that's your brush. 
Yes. And your thoughts are like the oils and the colors that you're going to put on that beautiful canvas that you're going to create, not only for your life, but as they do it, mm-hmm. then you affect other people's lives. Leaders develop leaders. That's right. That's right. Well, I tell you what, Dr. Dorothy, we are getting ready to transition here in a little bit. And, you know, my reality is this. I, I kind of want to hear from you. And this this is your parting shot. This is your capstone. We are pretty much out of time. But what is the most important leadership principle that you've learned since jumping into the fray? And you have maybe 15, 20 seconds. <laughs> so go ahead. Oh, boy. <laughs> you have to distill it down. <laughs> I've learned that it's not about me, but Mm. it's about adding values to others and living a values-based servant leadership life every single day. Excellent. Dorothy, thank you so much for being on the show. We're going to stay connected. I want to support you in any way that I can. I truly appreciate you. you. And thank you, everybody, for tuning in today. You know, uh, it's always a privilege. And at the end of the day, we have to live every day on purpose. Take care, everybody. You've been listening to Discover the Leader in You with the leadership linebacker, Dr. Jason Carthen. We want to hear from you. Connect with us now. Visit our blog and visit our website at jasoncarthen.com. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Enterprises. Follow us on Twitter at Jason Carthen. Let's keep the conversation going. And if you want to listen to the podcast, go to jasoncarthenradio.com. Be sure to join us every Sunday at 2 p.m. on AM 1420, The Answer, to discover the leader in you. If you would like to be a sponsor for Discover the Leader in You, call Scott Souza at 1-440-552-2995. That's 1-440-552-2995.